The last of the great human freedoms is the ability to choose one's attitude in any given circumstance. And I can extract myself from the suffering because my attitude can trump my ego's frustration about the situation if I lock in power of my mind to choose differently. I'm gonna master this thing called teaching and I'm gonna do whatever it takes, I'm gonna travel whatever distance, I'm gonna pay whatever price to give my service of love across this planet. And I'm not gonna let any human being on the face of this planet stop me, not even myself. And genius is available in all of us in the area of our highest value when we care enough intrinsically to be inspired to go after solving those problems. It's, it's waiting for all of us to do that. We can expand our awareness, consciousness, to expand who we are as beings into this new human being that we're becoming. It's the tension and the contrast that actually helps to push us through to the next level of evolution. Our cells have consciousness and so does the bacteria. So we can also tune into our bodies and, and work with our bodies more knowing that and appreciating these billions of points of consciousness. Now when that change takes place, the momentum that's created in our life from that moment on is monumental insights, the wisdom, the guidance, the direction, the spontaneous goodness, serendipity, coincidence, things start to work together for good because we're now in a flow of our personal mind, but we're in the flow of the mind of God. Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast. This is a show entirely devoted to the exploration of physical vitality, emotional well-being, and mental fitness. I'm your host and tour guide, Ronnie Landis. I'm a multiple published author, international speaker, performance health coach, global activist, and wellnesspreneur. So buckle your seat, get ready to take notes, and enjoy the ride. It's go time. Before we start the show, I want to highlight one of our sponsors, which is an incredible spring water company called Alive Spring Water, which delivers the cleanest, highest quality, pure living water directly to your doorstep. I have been a spring water fanatic for over 10 years, and incorporating spring water into my lifestyle has been one of the single biggest game changers in my overall health and also in the well-being of all of my clients. There is something truly magical about consuming pure living water directly from its source and literally rebuilding all of your red blood cells from it. It's a type of energy and level of hydration that nothing else compares to. Alive Spring Water delivers fresh spring water in select areas including all over California and is tested for impurities, environmental contaminants, and total dissolved solids. They also ship their water in beautiful flower of life geometry glass jugs which are perfect for storing water and dispensing it from the kitchen or office countertop. Check out their website at www.alivewaters.com to see if they ship in your area. They also ship their custom made glass jugs all over the world and they come in all sizes including glass dispensers. You can use the code HPHEALTH, that code is HPHEALTH, like high performance health, HPHEALTH, to receive a discount on your water and glass orders. Also, make sure to check out their sister site, www.findaspring.com, which is a worldwide repository for natural springs that has been tested and secured. 
This is a great way to discover new spring water sources in your local area that you can go to and fill up your new bottles at for yourself and for your family. Those websites again are www.alivewaters.com. That's A Live, L I V E, waters.com, and www.findaspring.com. Now, let's get ready for today's show. Greetings and aloha, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Holistic Human Optimization Show. I am your host, Ronnie Landis. And uh, we have a brand new solo season. It's uh, season number four. We are getting deep into longevity strategies. And um, originally, I was actually going to record our first major topic, which is immunological momentum, how to understand the immune system, how to empower the immune system, and how to develop an immunological momentum that ultimately will create hyper-resilience, adaptogenic properties, longevity for sure, more energy, and also what I call an invincible immune system where it is no longer possible under almost any circumstance to ever get sick again. I know. Bold claim, major statement. However, that has been my experience, and that is a, a teaching that I bring forth. But with uh, a little bit of um, reverence and a little bit of more deep thought into this series, I did not want to open up just talking about longevity strategies. I want to open up about talking about life and death. I want to I want to drop into this with you and I don't have any notes this is literally just spontaneous when we're talking about life extension we're talking about quote unquote anti-aging we're talking about reversing the biological age so your chronological age meaning the number of years that dances around the sun you've done is is not necessarily the same as your biological age, meaning that if you're 50 years old, you can have the bio, the biology and the, the physiological health of someone in their 30s. That's possible. So that is an anti-aging phenomenon, and that does exist. Um, however, I've gone deep into a lot of different personal life experiences around the nature of life and also the nature of death. And from an early age, I think I was driven by the notion that I'm not going to live forever. You know, I've seen a lot of people die in my life, friends, um, you know, tons of friends growing up go to jail, which was very impactful on my decision making as a teenager. Um, and a lot of people died and, and I've become very familiar with that and I've, I've been in those situations and I've seen people that seemed invincible. They seemed absolutely just like rock solid, even, even major health um, proponents, major health legends in the industry in the last couple of years, one of which I had the pleasure of speaking with on stage at a cancer conference that we were both uh, speakers at. His name is Dr. Jameis Sheridan. He was the founder of Health Force Nutritionals. Um, he is one of the absolute legends and paramount role models in the vegan and particularly raw vegan superfood community. A lot of people that listening, you may know about him, you may not. He, his name needs to be brought forth and not left in the graveyard of the, the health world. Everybody needs to know about him. But, um, you know, Dr. Robert Marshall, um, 
you know, a couple of years ago, a number of other people as well. And one thing that I realized is that somebody could be here fully vital, fully healthy, seeming like they're on top of the world. And the next day they can be gone. Just like that. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you have had that experience. You know, it might have been your parent, might have been the person you looked up to. Maybe you looked up to your father and he was your hero. And one day he was here and the next day he was gone. This is a very deep thing. And this is the appropriate introduction to the rest of this series because we're going to be talking about tried and true, scientifically based, proven practices, strategies, tools, and lifestyle upgrades that you can make to radically empower your potential for longevity. And so with that said, I needed to represent the other side of it, though, before we get into it, Um, because longevity is not guaranteed, right? Life is very interesting. It is we can have plans and ideas about how our life is going to go and how long I want to live on this planet. But there is deeper phenomenon that is occurring in the human condition, particularly what we call the human soul. And my research, my investigation, and my personal spiritual journey has revealed certain subtle insights about the nature of life and the nature of even goal setting, the nature of pursuing goals or dreams or, um, you know, these ideas that we have that are kind of fantastical, they're, they're potentials, and they're put off into the future. One of the things that I've observed with a lot of people, and I did this a little bit until I cracked through that that way of thinking, was that we can have all these goals, we can push them into the future, and we can actually use the goal in the future as a way to avoid how we're living in the moment, right? If we have a goal to be, uh, for me, when I got started – Which story do I want to tell? There's two that are coming. I'll tell both. This is good. So when I was 15 years old, nobody knows, like very few people know this, that I don't really talk about a lot of my my upbringing and personal stories, but here we go. When I was 15 years old, I was in an interesting place because I was raised as a martial artist um, from the age of four years old. I was encrypted or encoded, better word, with the inspiration of martial arts and Eastern philosophy and Bruce Lee in particular. And this idea of of exploring my human potential was something that trickled through me as I got older. But also my, my, my upbringing circumstances were not ideal. I didn't have a father in my life, never knew my father. In fact, I recently unpacked this with one of my mentors that... I didn't even understand the concept of a father until I was 11 years old. Like I couldn't relate to it. It wasn't even relative to me. And then I actually saw one of my friends in school get picked up by his father and something cracked. I remember I've had so many of these moments. It's so funny, like where I'm literally looking at reality and it's subtle. Nothing is out of the ordinary, but something in me kind of cracks. Like I just see it all of a sudden my entire perspective on reality alters in in a single moment. And then I became aware that something was deeply wrong with my 
situation. Something was missing. And eventually I figured out that it was an archetypal void or wound that had been created by not even having a father, not even having that connection. So that was a pivotal moment for me in life. And it, it's, it took me on a new path. And then when I was 15 years old, I was, I had these dreams about being a professional athlete, competing in the Olympics and martial arts, um, being a professional fighter, even basketball was very strong for me, but I always resisted fully, fully committing to it because I just was confused, you know, just like any, you know, 15 year old, I I was confused about like, should I be, you know, girls and all the hormones and like validation and like all that kind of thing. And then there was like trying to, uh, you know, trying to uh, hang out with my peers and, you know, getting into drinking and that kind of thing. And but there was always this thing inside of me that kind of kept me in the off the rail, the rail guards, if you will. And I was on I was on um, across uh, a track, you know, football field. I was running because I, I I knew that I wanted to be a pro, and so I was training, and I was also competing in you know high school. So I was training, and I was running a mile, and something stops me in my tracks. I remember it just like it was yesterday. One of the most m- important moments of my life. I stopped. It was like my body stopped, and there was a voice. And maybe you've had this experience where you hear a voice but it's not your own voice. And it said, do you think you're going to live forever? That was the start of ultimately what I want to share with you as we get into our discussion on longevity and how to maximize human potential and maximize the probability that we will be here longer and we can live longer, we can live qualitatively have our quality of health, and have as many years in our life as possible. So when that happened to me, something in me shifted. It wasn't like I had to set out a whole series of goals or I, I had to like, it wasn't, it was, it, was, it was spontaneous. I just stopped being who I was trying to be. You know, it didn't mean I didn't hang out with friends, but that came if I had time immediately, like the next day or week, I enrolled in a brand new Taekwondo school and I went full on. Like I became the best student very quickly. Like I just, I, I was obsessed and I was writing some kind of energy and then it just became part of me. And then it, it literally transformed me into an Olympic athlete. Now, I didn't compete in the Olympics, which is a whole other story. I don't want to go too far into all the stories. But ultimately, there was a life circumstance that I made a moral decision, at least what I think is a moral decision, and somewhat of an emotional decision because there was a woman involved, (laughs) like so many stories in my life. (laughs) And I chose a different direction. But I I, I was fully in training for... Um, to be an Olympic 2012 Olympic competitor. I was, I was, I had an invitation to the U S national team. I competed in the U S open. This is all in a very short amount of time, a matter of like five years from that moment. So that's how fast things can transform and change when something inside of us changes, when our perspective changes, when our sense of ourself changes. Ultimately, when something that was previously fractured or unintegrated cracks into place, 
like a soul, a piece of our soul retrieves itself and we become more whole than we were before. And that hole that was in our being gets filled in by something that, you know, can only be called soul. I can, I can only, add, I can only call it that because everything else is really personality conditioning, identification. It's some form of software program. The only thing that's truly, truly authentic, completely pure inside of us is the signature of our soul. And so that, that's an important point. I don't know how far I want to go deep into that. Again, I'm just, I'm just like, we're just taking a ride right now. And the context and the point of this is, is still very much clear. So that happened to me. It happened for me. And then, and I became committed. That, that, was, that was kind of part of the point too, is that that shift in perspective or an awareness that I, that I wasn't going to be here forever that I couldn't just put off these dreams, especially as a young athlete, because there is a certain time window as an athlete that you have in those years to make an impact. So that became very clear to me. I was like, man, I I don't have very long. There was a sense of urgency. It was like, there was even times of desperate urgency, but it was all coming from that same space to wake me up and push me into my potential. And I just committed to it. I became it full on. And um, so I wanted to share that story with you as a context, my own personal experience. This isn't coming from something I studied, although there is a lot that I've studied about death and past life regressions and the Akashic records and um, timeline phenomenology, um, different different paranormal perspectives. I, I, my side hobby for the last 12 years has been paranormal studies. So that's also something that I eventually probably will bring more into my work is just, and that's where the metaphysical, you know, kind of quantum spiritual stuff for me comes in because I'm just so utterly aware that what we think this reality is, is a pale representation. It's like props and stages. And what's really going on under the surface is what created it. This is why consciousness does actually is, is paramount because it's what, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, it's both. It's a spontaneous, synchronic, otherwise synchronistic emergence of pure potential that was once invisible that becomes visible. That's really kind of how I distill that. And I've, I've, you know, as I continue to deepen my own ability, I guess, to bend reality or to see reality differently, not to get caught up in the external stuff of this reality. Um, and because, and, and that's, and why I bring that up or why I bring, I'm just going on a train of thought, but that perspective I have is because I allow myself to become soberly aware of my own mortality. Um, I'm not morbid. I'm not depressed. I'm not, I've been through those bouts and I've come out the other end, um, which has also given me depth and perspective to this. But it's the simple, humble acknowledgement that whatever created me did it with a specific design and a specific intention and biologically, there is some kind of expiration date built into this avatar system we call a body, and it's not a mistake. 
in our world of anti-aging and technological advancements and leaving people on life support and even when they're well past their soul's expiration date and they need to be treated with dignity and respect and allowed to have an appropriate transition into the next phase of their journey – what a tragedy that is, the whole medical system and the way that we treat death as a culture. It's, it's, some, it's something to be avoided. Well, what you resist persists, right? My, my whole thing here is that we should not avoid – our pursuit for longevity should not be an avoidance tactic to the reality that we will transition out of these bodies. And I think the specific design of this is actually to get us to wake up quicker – faster and to maximize the finite time window that we have on this planet. I was talking to a client yesterday about this and I brought up the the idea of Bruce Lee and him and me were totally on the same wavelength with this. And I basically said, you know, Bruce Lee was my hero forever. I felt like I knew him and he died 12 years before I was born. And I just felt like I related to him and I understood him. And um, it was so interesting because, you know, he lived life so fully and he squeezed so much juice out of that life. And he died at 32. Now, you can have your theories and ideas about like, well, if he lived longer, then he would have made a bigger impact. My argument is that he made the biggest impact due to his death. Because the way he lived and he maximized his potential very quickly in a concentrated, hyper-focused, disciplined way that he didn't have any more work to do. Like his impact has laid a reverberating ripple effect throughout humanity, right? Who knows why some people live longer, some people don't. You know, you could talk about Muhammad Ali and the impact he made – Every soul's journey is different. The point I'm making is that when we become very aware and we develop a relationship with the other side of life, which is death, then are all of our fears, our worries, our concerns, are our, our, all these things that we're constantly worried about that get in the way of actually living, they kind of just dissolve, You know, like when you realize you're not going to be here forever and you get really well acquainted with that fact, all of a sudden the things that are truly important to you reveal themselves. All the distractions, all the the all the stuff that we we externalize our attention to, all that starts to fade away. And then we become acutely aware of what's truly meaningful, what's truly important. And we begin to access a power from within us that was not available because we were living in limitation. It's like the safety gets turned off. The limitation bondages get unshackled. And then you have to step into this new sense of yourself. That's called a transformational experience. You might equate that to something like the dark night of the soul, which again, the underworld process of life Um, rock bottom. These are all pathways for transformation. We do our greatest transformation, transformational work when we have no other option, when the pressure is on, when our back's against the wall, when we've lost hope, when we feel confused, when we feel like life is 
disassembling itself as the way we've known it. We feel uncertain. Those are the moments where profound humility comes through. And for anyone listening that this that is going through this, I would also say to you, stay through it. Stay the course. Stay the course. It's a detoxification. When you get into all the, all this nutrition stuff and health stuff and you want to go to the next level, maybe if you're toxic, if you have infections, you have um, certain things going on in your body that are toxic, that toxic poison has to, has to come up to the surface and has to be purged out. Don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck in that process. Keep moving. Be vigilant. Commit. Commit commit because your transformation is awaiting you. Your destiny is awaiting you. Your greatest dreams that you can't even imagine right now are awaiting you. Stay the course. Stay the course. Whatever you have to do to keep yourself balanced and focused, that's what you do. And you only really do that when you're aware that there's a threat. You're aware that something could go wrong. You're aware that, oh, wait, like this is a, you know, this is a serious situation. There's pressure all of a sudden, right? That's when our greatest potential, our greatest powers open up to us. You know, it's like the analogy where um, when a bird is born, the mama bird will push the the chickling or the, yeah, the push the bird off the, the, off the cliff, and then if it flies, it flies spontaneously through the necessity of its own fate. The wings must emerge. The mother cannot help the bird. It, it pushes it over. And if it, the wings don't come out, that bird dies. And it does happen. <clears throat> but the design, the innate intelligent design of it is that through enough pressure, through enough necessity, right? They say the mother of invention is necessity. Through the necessity to survive, the wings come out and all of a sudden that bird now can fly. Bam. Mic drop. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm going to conclude it in right now. This whole thing is about living as long as we can and strategizing on how to do that. And also being prepared mentally and emotionally and spiritually for the, the off chance that we don't make it to that goal. But having that awareness does not take us away from the goal at hand. And the thing about longevity that I've figured out is the people that want to be here tend to be the people who stay here the longest. Not all the time, but it's a, it's a probability, right? When you're having the best day ever. When you are in love with life, you value life because you also know the other side. You tend to live more fully, more qualitatively, more harmoniously. Death is a very powerful teacher. It's maybe the greatest teacher of all, right? Happiness, love, you know, all those, those higher octaves of states, we want to be in those states as much as possible, but unless you've been on the other end, you don't know the value of it, right? You kind of take it for granted, like the value of being happy, the value of having a harmonious, emotionally balanced day. 
That's not something to take for granted. In our world, most people struggle every day, all throughout the day to remain balanced. Anxiety, existential angst, depression, mood disorders, sleep apnea, inability to sleep. Not to mention all the other things that people deal with, but more the existential crisis, the crisis of meaning, essentially. When we have meaning for our life and we are meaning-making machines and we are storytelling machines, and depending on the story that we're telling ourselves, that will radically alter every single thing in our life. It will, it will radically alter the things we're seeing, and the things we're seeing will be altered because we see them differently. We see them through a balanced lens. We know both sides. We acknowledge both sides. We have come into harmony with both sides of life. And death is no longer something to be feared. It's something to be embraced. It's something to be acknowledged. It's something definitely to be respected. And the fear around it is something that we get to let go because the, the walls that we build to block out disappointment are the same walls that block out joy and happiness. We don't get to have it one way. We don't get to live in a one seasonal world. As my mentor, Michael Tessarian likes to say, the positivity movement is great because people need it, but it also can ha- It can also make people more depressed. You know, one of my other mentors, Dr. John D. Martini, he said that years ago I gave up on happiness because it made me too depressed. Deep insights, guys, deep teachings here that's coming through in this moment. You know, this is one of those campfire moments where we just we get to just sit and reflect and think deeply about what's meaningful. How have we been spending our time and our energy? What have we been worrying about? Spending all of our resources worrying, protecting ourselves, not make, not taking the bold risks, not jumping off the cliff so our wings can finally emerge and we can soar in the sky and we can get in God's eye view down below instead of just being in, in the muck of it, staring at the stars, hoping that there's something out there to save us. Let's save ourselves, and let's start saving ourselves from You know, our worries, concerns, doubts, fears, shame, guilt, disappointment, resentment, jealousy, all these these things, they're poison to our psyche, they're poison to our soul, and then they end up poisoning the well of whomever we come in contact with. And I feel like this is really reaching a crescendo in the point of how we live our life is just as important, if not much more important than how long we live in this life. If we can have both, then that is the philosopher's stone. That is the the alchemical um, magnum opus. That is the ultimate, the ultimate. Um, But I wouldn't, I wouldn't rely on that. I wouldn't rely on that. What I would rely on is this present moment and rely on your own ability to invest your time, energy, and whatever else you need to, to live in alignment with, who and what you really are and make that a self-discovery process. Because once you have that foundation, once you have the foundation of soul connectivity, you're balanced mentally and emotionally. You have a healthy body. You can operate functionally in your body. Then we can start pursuing goals. Then we can start pursuing 
our, our missions. We can start pursuing this thing called longevity, but we don't want to build it on a sand castle, right? A faulty foundation. This is a spiritual collapse. This is the, the awakening process. And I'm not saying like you have to have the same experience. I'm saying, let's just think deeper. Let's just take a moment to pause on our life. Health is not just about what we put in our mouth. It's about the quality of our holistic life. It's our relationships. It's our service in the world, our mission, our contribution, our vocational um, you know, world. It's how we contribute to making the world a better place. That has everything to do with living longer. The people that contribute to a better world tend to want to see it play out. And when you're more invested, this is a man, this is such a great track here. When you're more invested in something, you tend to stick with it longer. The more invested in a relationship you are, you tend to stick with it longer. The more invested in your business, your dream, your health pursuit, whatever it is, you tend to stick with it longer because you're invested into it. Do not be afraid to be fully invested in your life. There is no other real option towards what it is that we all seek. It's through full commitment, full immersion, full investment into life that are there going to be some bumps and bruises? Yeah, great. But that's nothing compared to being on our deathbed and wishing we would have done things different, wishing we would have done the thing that we were so afraid to do, wishing we would have had that conversation or told that person how we really felt. You get where I'm going with this? So that's it equilibrating both sides of the the picture because again when you value and respect the death process you respect the life process i think the entire pharmaceutical model like all like the, the world is just based in a death culture and the weird thing is they're trying to avoid death and they're killing everything it's entropy it's entropic death decay destruction dissolution when we balance both sides of the equation, we actually live more. We want to live more. We want to give to life more. And that's the ultimate message of this. So with all that shared, I hope this was powerful. I hope it was impactful. hope you got a lot out of it. And uh, without further ado, well, I guess it is further ado. It's going to be about a week before the episode is released. But this is my introduction to series number four longevity strategies our first one one of my favorite topics building immunological momentum thank you for listening to this week's episode of high performance health remember the saying knowledge is power well knowledge is only power when the knowledge has been applied so before you leave i want to recommend five basic principles that if done each day will result in physical vitality emotional well-being and increased mental agility as well as overall resilience to all forms of stress Number one, take 10 deep diaphragmatic breaths each morning when waking up and each night before sleeping. Number two, remember one liter of high quality structured water each morning before eating. Number three, eat only when hungry. Do not eat too much too fast and bless your food each and every day. Number four, close your eyes. Put your hands on your heart and relax your nervous system. And number five, 
Only use phones when necessary. Keep your back upright when on the computer and shut down screen time in 90 minutes prior to going to bed. There you go, my friend. I hope you take what you learned in this episode and create the life you deserve. You can support this podcast by going to www.hhphealth.com forward slash review to give us a rating and a review. This helps boost us in the iTunes ratings and makes this podcast more visible to more people in the world. You can also join the discussion on our Facebook community group by going to www.hhphealth forward slash group. And finally, you can also check out all of my current coaching coaching programs, courses, books, podcast episodes, and more by going to www.hhphealth.com. Thank you for being part of the health and healing movement. And until next time, make the rest of your life the best of your life. Aloha.